Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Welcome to this week's edition of the Insane Things Podcast, where we run down the most insane things that happened this week, things we've never seen before that'll change everything, like cocaine in the White House in a baggie. Well, near the White House. Okay, well, in the White House. Well, no, wait, in the library. Wait, no, not the library in a cubby. Oh, wait, no, near the Situation Room. By the end of the week, the Secret Service was giving updates every few hours on cocaine baggy gate. That's how, you know, they really want you to pay attention to this. I'll explain why in a minute, but first, let me get this trade. The Secret Service wants you to pay attention to the implied crime by the biggest, best-known crackhead in the White House, Hunter Biden? Really? That got my attention first. Because the Secret Service has a detailed record of covering up Joe and Hunter's crimes. But now they suddenly want me to pay attention to one? Uh Uh-huh, sure. Regular listeners to the Battleground Podcast know about this. UK Daily Mail did an excellent job of documenting how the Secret Service covered up the crime of Hunter paying the Russian prostitutes he'd trafficked with Joe Biden's credit card. Hunter wasn't entitled to Secret Service protection then because Joe was out of office. Yet somehow, with Hunter using Joe's credit cards within an hour, they were banging down his door. How do we know that? Because Hunter recorded it on that laptop and because the UK Daily Mail, thank God, is one of the few honest journalistic operations on earth. They covered it extensively. We also know from the suspicious activity reports that Congress members have now read at the Treasury that Hunter Biden didn't just occasionally hire a prostitute. No, he was running a full-on human trafficking operation to bring Russian and Ukrainian prostitutes into the country for his own use but also for the use of 27 other people whose identities we don't know yet. So I'm supposed to believe the same Secret Service that had to have knowledge of that operation. Again, we read about how they covered it up in the pages of the UK Daily Mail. You notice Hunter's never been tried or charged for any of that, right? What do we know? It means that the Secret Service knows the Bidens did this. No charges. Why? They covered it up. Ditto for when the Secret Service 
went to that gun broker and tried to confiscate all the federal paperwork that Hunter Biden had lied on. That's a felony. Don't do that if you're buying a gun. To cover up what? His crimes. Well, they walked off with it, but what they didn't know was the gun store owner had kept a copy. That is why today, despite the Secret Service's best efforts to hide Hunter's crime, he was still charged with it. So I'm supposed to believe these same people are suddenly so concerned with Hunter's crimes. They're keeping us updated every few hours and getting it tested. Please. I'm supposed to believe the same federal government from the IRS to the DOJ to the FBI currently caught in a scandal for their cover-ups, for their hiding of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and Jim Biden's crimes is suddenly beside itself over a bag of cocaine? Please. That's not what's going on here. But I'll tell you what is. Next week is going to be a devastating week for the Biden crime family. Why? Because Representative James Comer, the Republican in Congress, who's been investigating all these crimes, you know, the ones that Hunter Biden wasn't charged for in his plea deal. Yeah, he's got six more sets of records from six separate banks. They've been seeking these for a while with subpoenas, and he's got them. Records of the wire transfers. How extensive was the Biden crime family's take here? Comer says 40 mil. We're going to see $40 million worth next week. That's a lot more than they've reported in their taxes, which would have meant they would have had to launder it. Do you see the problem there? And I can't help but wonder if we're finally going to see the Russian money. That's the money I really want to see. They spent years, Mueller investigation, $40 million, trying to find even a dime exchanged between Trump and Russia. They couldn't do it. But we know that Hunter Biden from federal court filings took over $100 million via Rosemont Seneca and his own accounts from the Russian oligarch Batarina. Is this the Russian money? Is that what we're getting next week? Whoever paid this particular set of bribes and however they laundered them, because they would have, it's a lot of money. This is going to blow the whole thing wide open, a number that big would. So what do you do? You start to paint a picture of a son so coked out of his mind, he can't even make it through a routine visit to the White House without shedding bags of coke behind him. He's totally out of control. And they want us to focus on Hunter's horrific disease, affliction, So everyone will think this is a story of a father's love for a son, a father who has taken in a son so out of control to try to save him. The son who is so coked out of his mind that he didn't take, no, these weren't bribes. No, these were the corrupt and evil communist Chinese shoving money at poor Hunter, knowing how vulnerable he was because of his drug addiction. Look how off his rocker this guy was. I mean, you can't possibly think he could be the criminal mastermind of a massive multi-hundred million dollar bribery scheme. Now, he's just a drug addict. That's it. Their desperation to pass off this impression to the American public is so absurd, it's almost transparent. This is why they trotted out, and this left everybody's mouths hanging open, Biden staffer and mid-level spokesperson Andrew Bates to not deny the cocaine was Hunter's. And to absurdly cite the Hatch Act. Well, you know, I deny that campaign was Hunter's, but 
That'd violate the Hatch Act. He all but told us it was Hunter's by refusing to deny it was Hunter's. Uh, former President Trump has made some pretty wild posts uh, recently on social media. Uh, one of them was that uh, the cocaine found in the White House was had belonged to either the president or his son. Are you willing to say that that's not the case, that they don't belong to them? I, I don't have uh, a response to that because we have to be careful about the Hatch Act. Uh, what I will say is that I have noticed there does seem to be some increasing frustration coming from that corner in general. Uh, and I think it is probably rooted in the contrast between their substantive policy records. The Hatch Act says you can't use federal dollars or federal computers or time to run your campaign. Okay. The, the Biden administration has already violated the Hatch Act using words like mega maga from the podium through the lips of their federally paid spokespeople, including, by the way, Andrew Bates, who did it. So Bates don't give a rip about the Hatch Act. No, Bates was sent out there to dangle this idea. Well, you know, I just can't deny. I, I can't deny that Hunter's doing it. Look, it would be wrong for Bates to comment on this if the bag of cocaine had been found at the Biden campaign headquarters. But it was found on federal property. Federal agents are investigating it. It is entirely proper for Andrew Bates to comment. But that wasn't his goal. His goal was to all but tell you it was Hunter's. It doesn't actually matter whose it is. They're painting a picture of an out-of-control drug addict. Someone so out of his mind, again, that he leaves these baggies behind. Someone who could never have possibly masterminded a massive international crime spree, complete, again, with hundreds of millions of dollars from Russians and Romanians, Ukrainians, and Chinese Communist Party members. That's what this is. It's a last-minute desperation play. Once again, just like... The shiny object of the Titanic sub, where your government knew damn well the first day the thing blew up, told the Coast Guard, and then the Coast Guard went out and lied to you? This is the same thing. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Insane thing number three, a victory. A judge finally giving us the proof, the actual judicial proof that we need that the Biden administration censored us, juxtaposed with the absolute bizarreness of the Department of Justice testifying in court that the government actually has a right to censor you. It was a freak show. And by the time it was done, the presentation of the evidence in the Joe Biden censorship trial, we would learn they censored no less than sitting U.S. senators, including Senator Ted Cruz. It's a horror show. Just about everybody censored was a conservative. And it's so much worse than we even realized. The New York Post is a great piece out on this today. Folks, it was so bad that the Biden administration was dictating the removal and censorship of tens of millions of posts. The piece is Biden administration thinks it has divine right to nix conservatives' free speech rights. Folks, 
it was so bad, they were removing posts at Facebook at the government's direction using dragnets that targeted certain words. You want to know what one of those words was? Liberty. If you used the word liberty or liberties, as in civil liberties, as in liberty and justice for all, your post got censored. And the scale of it, according to the judge's ruling, was shocking. It spanned the 2020 and 2022 elections. Tens of millions of posts taken down, almost all from conservatives. Folks, we literally were not allowed by Team Biden, by Team FBI, to have a substantive debate in these elections. We were silenced. Here's from the New York Post. The FBI swayed these social media companies to change their policies and ban posts on, quote, hacked materials. That was so you couldn't talk about the Hunter Biden laptop. Which brings us to insane thing number two. On yesterday's podcast, one of my best, I got to say, I documented how blue states are moving ahead with the elimination of free speech. Not a surprise, since at the national level, they got almost no pushback whatsoever from the Republican leadership on this idea that they are entitled to censor us. So they're literally writing speech codes. The worst of the week, and there's so many of these laws pending, I can't even keep track of them all, was this law in Michigan um, where it's already, it, it passed the House and they expect it to pass the Senate and become law, where if you misgender someone, fail to use whatever crazy pronoun they want you to call them by, you can pay up to a $10,000 fine, fine or serve up to five years in prison. It's a felony, and it's considered a hate crime. Now, to defend these laws, you're probably wondering, how are they going to get that past the Supreme Court? Well, I think their plan is just to seize the House, the Senate, and the presidency and simply remake the Supreme Court into more of a legislature. That's a rubber stamp for whatever amendment they want to destroy. But suppose they don't achieve that. Then what? Something I've been predicting on this podcast for a very long time. And we're seeing it this week. This is truly historic. We've never seen this before. It's out of Arizona. The attorney general for Arizona just told the U.S. Supreme Court to shove it. She's nullifying it. Now, here's what she's talking about. Uh, In the last week, we got the decision in 303 Creative versus Ellenis. And what it said was... If you're a Christian graphic designer or cake baker, you cannot be forced to comply with the left speech codes. You cannot be forced to make cakes or create messages that support gender transitions or gay marriages. Um, So that's a Supreme Court ruling. Kim Mays, Arizona's attorney general, just announced she's just going to ignore that. And that if you violate the Arizona law, that that Supreme Court found to be unconstitutional and null and void, she doesn't care. She's still going to send the police to arrest you. She said, I will continue to enforce Arizona's public accommodation law to its fullest extent. Never mind that it was just, again, found null and void by the Supreme Court. Folks, I literally predicted this just yesterday on the Battleground podcast, that we would begin to see actual, Soviet-style persecution of people under speech codes in blue states and that blue state Supreme Courts would uphold them if our Supreme Court manages to hold 
And they would simply ignore it and put you in prison anyway. And that that would begin to create this bizarre situation where political dissidents, the kind that used to run from places like China and Russia, would instead be on the lam, would be on the run from blue states, and that it would be up to red states to harbor and protect them from persecution in blue states that defies their First Amendment, Second Amendment, Fourth Amendment rights. It's coming, folks. It'll be here in no time. These laws are making it through legislatures from Oregon to Minnesota to California. Finally, insane thing number one, no Republican would survive this. The absolute freak show level spectacle of White House spokesperson Corrine Jean-Pierre refusing to acknowledge that the Biden's eighth grandchild, Navy Joan Roberts, is actually biologically a member of the family. But this is how bad this is, okay? At Christmas, the New York Times reported, all seven Biden grandkids had stockings on the White House fireplace, as did the dog and the cat. But Navy Joan Roberts didn't have one. Why? She was conceived by a stripper paid by Hunter Biden, who I would argue is far more of a whore than any one actual whore could be. She merely whored out her body. He whored out an entire country. But this administration that likes to paint itself as this big champion of women denies a stripper and the Biden's own biological granddaughter. And there was a DNA test in court. Folks, it was so bad. In the settlement, in order to get the child support, the stripper mom had to agree that her daughter would never use Hunter's last name. Take a listen to this. It's Corrine Jean-Pierre, spokes hack for the Biden regime, refusing to answer whether Biden would ever acknowledge his biological granddaughter. This says everything about the Bidens. Folks, the baggie of cocaine can make it into the White House and has been there more than the grandkid. There was a story in the New York Times over the weekend about Hunter Biden's daughter in Arkansas. Uh, does the president acknowledge this little girl as his granddaughter? I don't have anything to share from here. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 